Hey everyone, I'm AudioNerd64. And I'm Big Nakuma. And, we... and we're getting right to the point where your gamer friends, we have a lot to discuss, and Horizon's out, and every second that I'm recording this, I'm not playing Horizon Forbidden West. That's very true. Logging on, new releases, Crossfire X, Lost Ark, Horizon Forbidden West, and Destiny 2, but you already knew that. We're also getting into the Nintendo Direct, City Skylines, The Sims 4, Cyberpunk 2077, and unfortunately, more news about Bobby Kotick. These past two weeks in nerddom, a Doctor Strange trailer dropped, Bioshock, Attack on Titan, and Peacemaker. And in the party chat, we're bringing back Ray, our Pokemon correspondent, to talk about Arceus. I'm going to call it Arceus. Arceus. Ar- oh, it's Arceus. 100% it's Arceus. Oh. That Pokemon game that came out that y'all like. It's a beautiful conversation. It It also took time away from me. I, I don't have very much time. You understand? Are we getting Are we getting the drift here? I think they are. I think we're we get it. You have games to play. Yeah. Crossfire X came out. Crossfire Ten. I think it's X. I don't know. It's a huge game. Depending on who you ask, it might be the most popular game in the world, and it sucks. Apparently, <laughs> it got ported to Xbox. It was a PC only game that was uh, primarily played in. Eastern Asia. I think there are some like censorship or copyright issues. And this is basically the biggest game over there because CSGO can't be. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And no one likes the port to Xbox. It it seems to be awful. Uh, It is an exclusive Game Pass day one type situation. Really seems like Microsoft fumbled the bag on this one. Well, they have a quite the big bag to start fumbling, so I guess. It's a little smaller, given <laughs> some recent <laughs> purchases. Uh, but yeah, uh, I guess there's no reason to play this. Like, I, I was going to eventually, but doesn't seem like that's going to be necessary. Lost Ark came out for PC. Uh, yes. I have it downloaded because some hmm. of our PC people... Have super into it. Super into it. I haven't... I haven't opened it, though. So that makes me a bad gamer friend, and I'm sorry. But it's there. It is there. It's out. By all accounts, really good. A solid RPG experience. I don't know much about it, honestly. I've been so hyper-focused. I'm going to be annoying. I'm annoying myself already. I I haven't paid attention to anything but Destiny and Horizon. That's really good. We're only four minutes into the recording. Well... That's what that's what it is today. I've got those two things on the brain. So I hope everyone playing Lost Ark enjoys it. Sounds like you are enjoying it. I won't be playing it anytime soon. Uh, great. Well, all right. <laughs> what I will be playing. You've already played. Horizon A lot Forbidden West, game of the platform generation, oh, has Jesus. come out. Uh, I'm deep into it. And by deep... The game says that I'm only 24% done, and I have played at least 24 hours. (laughs) So that's the that's the that's the ratio here. I took one hour of gameplay is equivalent to one percent of progress in this game. I have been all over this game. It is just so satisfying. We're not talking about it this week because I haven't played that much of it. I mean, I've played a lot of it, but I haven't gotten super far because, of course, I'm checking every nook and cranny along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Also, we have a guest. That, that's kind of the bigger reason why we're not talking about it. We're talking about other things. However, we will be talking about it soon. Um, also, by the time you hear this, Destiny will have come out. We're recording ahead of time because I'm not going to want to do that. As soon as Destiny comes out, I will only be playing Destiny. Horizon is also going to have to take a backseat. Savathun is here. Savathick is about to crush me with her big wings, and I am so excited about I, it. I've never oh, hated anything. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this fucking game in my entire life. That anyway, is, that it's is out a, now. That is the worst. That is the worst thing that's ever. The I don't think thing. so. No, yeah. Last episode, you you were pulling some shenanigans. I don't remember. I don't recall. Hmm. The Nintendo Direct happened. We are going to talk about it with our Pokemon correspondent later in the episode. Um, and yes, that does include mouthful mode. Mm. It sure does. It's disgusting. Unrelated to the Direct, Nintendo also announced that they're shutting down the 3DS and Wii U eShops. There was an incredible statement from the Video Game History Foundation criticizing Nintendo because essentially a lot of games that are digital only and are only available on these platforms are essentially going to be gone forever. And digital archives of old games is really important for the history of this medium. As new as it is, it's also not that new anymore. And these things need to be preserved. We've talked about this on the show before. It's pretty important. And Nintendo doesn't give a shit. They do not care at all. Yeah, God bless the people that work over there. Because, I mean, all right, it's like an incredibly difficult medium to even try to think about archiving. Like, I can't even complain because audio has been the same thing for forever. So, (laughs) Um, they're doing the Lord's work over there. And Nintendo is not helping at all. No. So, boo... On this, we're throwing tomatoes at this. We do not like it. Um, But if you have anything that you've been meaning to buy on 3DS, ever wanted to buy on 3DS or Wii U, you better go do it now because that shit is not going to be there very shortly. I don't know the date. Maybe it's already happened. I hope it hasn't. Cyberpunk 2077 is apparently, uh, I don't want to say good. Hmm. Because I haven't touched it yet. That's Uh, fraught. But the next-gen update did come out. And word on the street, and when I say the street, I mean our Discord server, link is in the show notes. People are saying that it is what the game should have been when it first came out. Uh, And I'm happy for them. I'm happy that people got their money's worth, I guess. And I'm going to check it out. But I just didn't like Cyberpunk. So we'll see how that goes. I finished it. I didn't have a ridiculously buggy experience. We've talked about this before. My issues with the game, frankly, are beyond bugs. Some of those things actually are being addressed. They added more places for V to live. That was something that never really grounded me in the game. Mm -hmm. Having a place to go back to as a home base, um, just wasn't something that I did because I found the original apartment so uninteresting. I also like all of the additions that they've made to the AI system, the police, the pathing, etc. All of those things are really positive changes. I also just I don't know, I'm not I'm not excited about it being what it should have been all along, and I still don't think that what it is even after these patches is what we were sold on. So, I'm not 
fully ready to <laughs> give it a pass. But I also recognize that a lot of people are really, really enjoying this new version of the game and good for them. Uh, I will eventually play through on a next-gen console with the next-gen patch. I'm not going to do it until DLC comes out. Because like I said, I finished the game. Right. So other than experiencing better graphics, there's really not too much for me to see. And if I want to play through the game anyway before the DLC, which I do, I'm just going to wait. So we'll see how long it takes the DLC to come out. Maybe it'll be this year. That's very fair. I mean, I don't even think I got like 10% through the game. So <laughs> I guess that was as good a time as any. Uh, but we'll see if I end up liking it this time around. Well, Godspeed. At least all of the issues in Cyberpunk are safe for the rest of your machine. Fair. In City Skylines, if something fucks up there, <laughs> it could potentially destroy your entire machine. So, as you all know, I've been playing airports. I was playing airports. I'm not playing it anymore. I'm only playing Horizon. I want to make that really clear. Thank, um, you. Thank you for that clarification. <laughs> Repeated clarification. Because we forgot. We forgot in the last... <laughs> In the last, I'm sure this would be, what, maybe five minutes of edited content. We forgot. Whew. We did. I was playing airports. <laughs> I will go back to it because I'm actually really attached to my city. Like I said, I got all my mods situated and stuff. But part of that process is a trust exercise, let's mm. say. The Steam Workshop is in many ways the Wild West. Anyone can put anything up there and you download it to your machine. There are... Spyware and virus and malware checks built into the Steam infrastructure. So nothing that gets uploaded to the Steam Workshop presumably should have any of those things or does have any of those things. However, the City Skylines community has been rocked by controversy. And I literally am in it at the exact perfect moment to, to relay all of this to you. I was telling Cedric about the situation just because of the Steam Workshop community drama, it's like ridiculous. the forums. Just as a warning. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then it actually became a news item. It did. We'll link in the show notes to the actual item so that you can read what a journalist has to say about this. But the long and short of it is that the mods that used to be really popular and powerful have been replaced by a new generation of mods that all use the same framework so that they have fewer complications and contradictions so that you don't have to worry about your game crashing because you're using, you know, XYZ mod from this creator, which is in conflict with ABC mod from that creator. Now that they're both using the same framework, all you need to do is download the framework and you should be good to go with anything that uses that framework. Operative word being should. Correct. Someone has beef with these people, I guess, and also has beef with Colossal Order, the devs. So they put them on a list and they essentially inserted some malware into a mod that they made, but they forced people to download it via GitHub and not the Steam Workshop so they could get around mm. these issues regarding spyware, scanning, and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, the mod community found out about it and essentially went red alert because, fuck, there might be malware in your game because of this dude. And it was so petty what he was doing in order to, like, take down the biggest traffic manager mod in the game. <laughs> Which is crucial, by the way. It is you, crucial. You cannot use... What I've learned <laughs> that you cannot use City Skylines at, like base 
traffic management system is garbage. You need you need this mod. It is absolutely necessary. The vanilla the pathing in the game is really bad. And once you get to a certain size in your city, you are going to drown in traffic without doing like an underground spaghetti network. It's just going to happen without using traffic manager. So this dude's thing would essentially just slow down roads, like turn the speed limit from 40 to five or something and would do it all over the place. And it would slow down these specific people's computers. If you weren't on the list, you weren't affected. Even if you had the malware running, it wasn't doing anything unless your username was on that list. Long story short, he got found out, he got banned. The whole thing is like pretty much wrapped up now. But it's just so funny to see such territorial drama in a community that is relatively small in terms of like <laughs> a comparison to a AAA launch title, like Horizon Forbidden West, for instance. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm excited for when whichever person decides to make this a th- like a YouTube video documentary that I can watch. <laughs> uh, but like city city skylines, really, really, someone thought about malware, putting malware in people's computer. City skylines of all games. The justification for it was that he wanted everyone to think that the original creators didn't know what they were doing and that their mods weren't working, and so that everyone would start using his version of the mods instead. So it's totally just like an ego stroke, future Patreon type situation. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, absurd. but then also you're, it's like worse than that because you're putting malware on people's computers. Oh, totally. It's I just, like, it's just stupid that the scheme itself was all about personal enrichment on such a low level. Like this isn't white collar crime. You're talking about, oh, maybe you'll get like $50 a month in Patreon. Like that's, that's hey, not I mean, going to hey, let you quit your job. City Skylines mod. The economy is apparently lucrative enough to decide to put viruses on people. I guess. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> not, not I can't from get what over I've it. Seen, but sure. Jesus. Um, also, in highly specific community drama news, mm. The Sims 4 is releasing a wedding pack. Hooray! It's kind of broken. The live stream of it was a disaster. I mean, here's. <laughs> So he made me watch it or watch a clip from it. And I was like, wow, that, that this is bad. And that's coming from someone who hasn't touched The Sims in like, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years. It was, it was the classic, oof, like, they bad. weren't doing what the player was telling them to do type situation, which happens yeah. all the time. It's like, you know, The Sim, instead of, you know, putting the dishes in the dishwasher, they go outside and wash it with the fucking sprinkler. Sure. I don't think that's an interaction, but yes, that's exactly the type yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, mm-hmm. I, I, you're on the right track. I just, yeah, it's just I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the layman. Don't give them any ideas. The layperson, sorry, layperson. What? <laughs> I said, don't give them any ideas. We don't need a sprinkler expansion. Fair, fair. Like the vacuum expansion that we got. Oh, so, so I was close. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> There are some lesbians on the cover of this wedding. We love that. Uh, DLC, we do love this. Apparently, Russia doesn't love it. I, okay, we know that that Russia does not love the homosexuality. Like, 
on a state level. I'm not talking about individual Russians or the Russian people. Yeah, like institutionally. The Russian government is not pro-homo. <laughs> they are looking at Florida like, oh, don't say gay? And that, I guess, scared off the Sims team from wanting to release the pack in Russia at all. However, in Russia, The Sims is labeled 18 plus. So they said that it was going to be censored, but they don't have to censor it because there's been gay shit in other packs before. I think they just didn't want the drama of releasing a pack with a different cover in Russia. So rather than go through that, or just take it on the chin and release the pack in Russia with the current cover, they decided to not release it in Russia at all. Right. But then they they kind of made it seem like, well, okay, so that happened. But then they were like, Russia's going to, you're all going to get it a week later? <laughs> so or- the Sims community took a stand. Like Lil Simsy tweeted her tweet and she said, I'm not going to cover the pack if you don't release it everywhere. That's ridiculous. Wow. And I know she was I know she was mad, but imagining that child because she's what? <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's married now. She's like, like, oh, she's married? Yes. I think she's like 20 something. Wow. I know. Ugh, I mean ugh. the fact that I even know that is <laughs> too <laughs> <Concerning>. much. <laughs> uh just imagining her being angry and tweeting that is funny to me. So the Russian sim community was very grateful for all the community members, like, you know, rallying behind their cause. And EA decided to roll it back. So they are going to release the pack. But like you said, they're releasing it a week late. And I guess the reason for that is, I don't know. <laughs> Russia things? <laughs> I don't, it's, it's not it's really just, been sufficiently It's bizarre. Assumed. They could have just been like, all right. I guess maybe it's not just like as easy as a switch to flip. Don't forget, we don't know a shit. We don't know anything about game development, but well, not not. Any, I guess whatever. the physical <laughs> copies, maybe they weren't sending them, and so they were going to get there late or something. And instead of releasing it everywhere first, and then releasing it in Russia later, they decided to push it for everyone. So I, I mean, I guess. Mm, okay. But I don't know. Just make it a digital only release on the exact release date, and then a physical release the week later. Who buys it physically anyway? People probably do. You never know. I Who mean, buys The Sims physically? Well, people without internet connections, maybe. Then how do they get the patches? I don't know. I don't know somebody out there buying it. Damn. I, I, okay, fine. Anyway. Look, if no one was buying it, they wouldn't be making them. So <laughs> Fair enough. So good on EA, I guess. Sure. Not really. I mean, I mean, the bare to, minimum. You have to be bullied into it, so it's like, <laughs> I don't know if you can get a cookie for that. You don't get a gold star. <laughs> Fuck them for their NFT shit, too. A lot of NFT stuff happened. I, I'm not going to, uh, I don't know. Should we start? I, you know, it's funny. They're I saw, bad. They're bad. What I else saw, can we say? I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, you know, it was like a stitch. So someone was talking about NFTs and someone else comes on and is like, hey, like I've been, I think it was specifically for game development. And she was like, hey, like, I've been doing this business in tech for like 15, 10, 15 years or whatever. And she was like, look, here's what you have to understand about NFTs. Once you like get the basics down, you do your research, you have a grasp on it. 
and you're like, hmm, something here is missing, right? It's something here, there's like a key to this puzzle that I'm just not fully getting. She said, that's when you, that's when you fully understand FTs. So I think we're okay. They're a scam. That was reassuring that I was like, yeah, something is fucked up about this shit and it doesn't make any sense. And then she's like, yeah, that's, yeah. They're a dumb scam. <laughs> Sorry for anyone that has them. Finally, because we have to move this right along. Bobby Kotick right, right. is a huge piece of fucking shit. And his new shitassery is mm. being mm. found out as having a whole company dedicated just to giving money to Republicans. <laughs> Like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you. I mean, it's bad on a personal level. Uh, it just makes me think about, ooh, well, I wonder how many people do that and we don't know. How how fantastic is that? Well, corporations are people. Right, corporations are people, so. And and corporations have privacy. People shouldn't have privacy, but corporations should. Absolutely, because they're people and people don't have pri- But the corporate, yeah. Corporate it, people should have privacy. You know, it, it's kind of like people, an MTs. Once you're, <laughs> once you're like, wait, something doesn't quite fit here, you understand <laughs> it. Congratulations. Conservative ideology, also a pyramid scheme. Trickle-down economics. Anyway, some good news on that front. Raven QA had an NLRB hearing. Uh, can the union person explain what that is for those at home? The National Labor Relations Board basically has to review all requests for unionization, um, specifically when companies refuse to voluntarily recognize the union, which naturally Blizzard has chosen not to do. So this just means that the NLRB is going to approve a vote at RavenQA which may have already happened. I actually don't know the latest on how the hearing is going. There's no way that they won't win because they have more than 50% of the unit as having signed pledge cards. So when you sign a card, you're intending to vote for the union. And unions use this for two reasons. One, you have to have a threshold uh because if you ask for a union vote and only 30% of the people are in favor of the union, then you didn't do a very good job because you're not going to win your union vote. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they can also be used for future organizing. It's also a good way to get the team to work together because contract negotiation is a huge team effort and any subsequent issues that they have to uh, either negotiate or organize around, they need to be doing as a team. And so it's like a good exercise in working together, essentially. I'm not expecting for anything bad to happen here. Uh, it's really just the next step on the process, but I'm just so proud of them for doing it, and and I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. I really am hopeful that we'll have our first AAA unionization happening pretty soon. Love that. Also, while we're here, uh, Microsoft quasi-announced that Call of Duty is going to continue coming out for PlayStation. So a lot of the worst rumblings around exclusivity have thankfully ceased (laughs) for now. For now. And this is acquisition adjacent, so I no longer wish to talk about this. Fair enough. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Especially for Call of Duty. I don't give a shit. And I'm really sorry to anyone who listens to this and loves Call of Duty. I, I, I am. 
Sorry. We're not perfect. We probably also will not get caught up on all the Blizzard news when it is okay to talk about them. Just FYI, I want to set expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be going through a year and a half of Blizzard news. Yeah, like every fucking... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, these past two weeks in nerdum. I think we have to drop a spoiler horn. Sure. If you don't want to watch the show, like this, that's the last trailer I'm watching. That reveal was a was a lot. It was a it was a it was a lot. It was more. Again, I have this tension about spoilers. I don't want to know. Just because I can know what all the characters are going into something and not know what the plot is doesn't mean that I want to. I just think that because this trailer had so much in it. We're gonna something's gonna happen. We're gonna get a fake out. It's not gonna be what we're expecting. Something mm-hmm. something wild is gonna happen because the trailer is pretty fucking wild. Spoiler horn though. Yeah, spoiler, and then the little robot voice mm-hmm. talking about spoilers. Doctor Strange in the multiverse of spoilers. You we got the fucking you- Illuminati. Yes, nigga. The Illuminati. That was Professor Xavier. Patrick Stewart is a fool for trying to say that people impersonate his voice. Who the <laughs> fuck has ever done an impersonation of Patrick Stewart? Did he really say that? Yes, he did. Just don't tweet. <laughs> like, like, sometimes we just don't need to tweet. That bald-headed fool. <laughs> give me a break. And then Ryan Reynolds was like, I'm in the trailer too. And... Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness's latest trailer that premiered during the Super Bowl. So I guess if you like sports, you got your little treat right when Marvel dropped it. But, you know, for us, I watched it on YouTube in the comfort of (laughs) not watching the NFL. Because let's not forget the NFL is slavery. Anyway. Oh, my God. The (laughs) Multiverse of Madness. (laughs) The multiverse of madness. We love we love Scarlet Witch being on her second wave feminism. <laughs> White feminism. <laughs> she said, I want a piece of it too. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Why can't I do slavery? <laughs> That's true. Doctor Doctor Strange did not enslave anyone to my knowledge. That's a pretty critical difference, <laughs> too, I think. She's mad as hell too. She's like, I enslaved. <laughs> An entire town, and you're <laughs> fucking up with the multiverse, and I get in trouble. Fuck you! Like, you, <laughs> you, <laughs> one of these days, we're gonna have to tell the story of why "fuck you" is the Karen voice that we do. <laughs> it's a very good story. Oh no! It's not game related though. It's not nerd related though. It so is we not. must. We must move on. I'm happy that this movie will at least be coming out in the spring so that way I can watch it, unfortunately, at the fucking drive-thru. I'm so sick of cold. I want to cheer when Patrick Stewart comes on the fucking screen with a loud audience. That's all I want. And COVID is taking that away from me. I know some of y'all are going to go, but I'm not. There are a lot of things that I wish I could do in my life, and COVID is taking them away. I would love to see... Whoever it is, whether it's Superior Iron Man or Monica Rambo whooping some ass, I would love to see Zombie Scarlet Witch. 
There this is so gonna be much. Why? And I, I just know that Sam Raimi has us because, like I've said before, Sam Raimi has given us so much, yes. and yes. I know he will not fail us. That's right. He will not fail us. I also have to say, like, if this is how they're bringing in the X Men and stuff, I, I'm all for it. I'm on board. I do have to say, I am a little concerned about some of the casting rumors for who Superior Iron Man might be or something like that. Like, I just can't imagine. I'm not even going to say who it is. It's funny. It's funny to me. I just can't imagine it. But also, I don't know. Like, there's a few things I couldn't imagine, and, and here they are. Uh, also, LOL, you have to go watch What If. If you didn't yeah. watch it, you have to. You have to. You have to watch What If now. We thought we knew that with the last trailer because of the Doctor Strange thing that happened, like the, the monster thing, yeah. wasn't it? But this is like confirmation. This confirmed, you, yeah. You need to go watch it. Yeah. You have to. I'm sorry. I know it's so much. It's so much. And for a while, you know, I was getting a little sick of it. I'll admit that. I'll admit that. I was getting a little tired. But I'm back. It's all coming back. The simping is back. End of March, got Moon Knight. That looks just good. It does. I'm excited to see how that fits into, I'm assuming, Blade. Oh, well. How could it not? I need need, need Mahershala to just do a a little quick. Cameo and the Eternals, given well, I don't care where it takes place. I don't give a fuck about them. Well, we have to give them something to do. Do we? I mean, I want to see Fastos. You don't want to see Brian Tyree Henshaw? But what's he gonna do? It you doesn't I mean? matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. Uh, you know, it's funny when that came out on Disney Plus. We were like, oh, we should watch that again <laughs> <laughs> to see if we still liked it or hated it or like felt indifferent i guess about it. Yeah, i felt indifferent about it. But um i guess i feel indifferent enough about it that uh we, haven't. we have not. So there is We haven't. What we have done is continued watching Peacemaker. We did. And by continue watching Peacemaker, we watched one, one episode. additional episode. Uh it's good. I like it. It's cute. It's funny. It's it's good, you know? I'm it's it's I'm I'm excited to continue it, but I will not be continuing it at uh, a pace that um, is any faster, mm. unfortunately, than what we are doing right now. I uh, feel weird about it. You feel weird about Some it. Some of the dialogue is weird, and okay. it's extra weird coming from James Gunn. Oh, uh, you're talking specifically about the Louis C.K. joke that was made in coming from two. James Gunn. That is a little frightening to me. Um, Also, naked white supremacy just bothers me. That's fair. It was just unsettling. I don't know. I I get that it's good and funny. It's just, uh, I don't, mm, I'll keep watching it. (laughs) We'll see what happens. (laughs) All right. That's, that's, I I get it. And that's fair. Mm -hmm. Bioshock. Netflix is making a Bioshock movie. <sighs> you know, maybe some games should just be games. Not all IP has to be made in every medium that exists. I just think it would be better as a TV show. Fair. Although I have to say, I don't know much about it. No, and I I never played Bioshock. I, I, actually, it's funny how I sat. It was like, uh, maybe Bioshock. I don't really give a fuck. 
Um, I hope the Bioshock fans like this, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I just never got into Bioshock. I never did either. Um, I think after what I've heard about the first one, I'm kind of glad I didn't. It mm. seems a little, Intense. again, like just a little fash, you know, like. <laughs> to say something, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't guess. know. Did Bioshock say anything? I don't know. I, well, I, I that's wouldn't know. The thing I wouldn't know. <laughs> Speaking of, just really quickly, I've been watching Attack on Titan. Not both of us, just me. You've seen a few episodes. I've seen a few episodes, and I get the synopsis yeah, in between I, I the episodes that I you. don't. So, like, I have kind of watched it. I've watched enough of it to be like to get over the. F- part that this is like a really weird show. It's really weird. Sound the spoiler horn for season four of Attack on Titan, but the first part, if you just haven't seen the second part that's come recently, you should be fine. But if you haven't seen the first part of season four, turn back. Holy shit. It's it's become very quickly a Holocaust metaphor. And it's not subtle. No, it's, it's like copy and paste. Damn near. Friend of the show, Snow Owl, also said that the creator is a Japanese nationalist and that there's a lot of anti-Semitism baked into the show. Um, I can see that. It is definitely verging on fascism. I kind of just don't quite understand yet where they're going with it. Definitely piqued my concerns. <laughs> I I went from feeling really clearly on someone's side to now feeling like no possible solution is going to feel good at all. Mm. This is going to end in a way that is going to be completely unsatisfying to most people. It's going to be fascism all the way down. So have fun with At this point, that. both sides are fascist. So it's... <laughs> Everyone shit here. It's unsettling. Okay. And it's potentially... I'm going to... I'm just going to drop some music. That's probably for the best. Well, we have a special guest for you all today. Yes, we do. Uh, you've last heard him when you denigrated <laughs> Pikachu, Chub Pikachu specifically. Oh, I forgot about that. The Pokemon correspondent for Gamer Friends has returned to go into the weeds with us about Pokemon Legends Arceus, everyone's favorite new game that I haven't played and apparently should really be fucking playing. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Anyway, without further ado, Bray, welcome back. Thank to you so much for having so me again. Honestly, I feel like a fake Pokemon correspondent, so I really do apologize for... <laughs> <laughs> Why fake? Why fake? Yeah, what's um, fake about I don't know. You? I like... I Don't get me wrong. I love Pokemon. I've been playing it, I think... No, it wasn't the first game. Um, it was very close to the first game that I played, but... Uh, I just feel like, you know, I'm very basic with the knowledge now. I'm not as um, in tuned with what's happening as now, because as you, as we're going to talk about 
Pokemon Arceus, you'll see it's just an amalgamation of different Nintendo games in one. Mm. Well, I think you are our expert because you said Pokemon Arceus with such confidence and with such uh, Yeah, what is it? Is bravado. it Arceus? Is it Arceus? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I just... Oh, no! I tried to give you one so out. Sorry. I tried. I've, I've been hearing people saying like Arceus, okay. Arceus, Arceus, Arceus. You know. I haven't heard mm. that one. I do have to say, when this Pokemon was introduced as a legendary Pokemon in whatever game that was, I did pronounce it Arceus. But I hear everyone saying Arceus now. When You know, know what? When that Pokemon yeah. was introduced, like... <laughs> As the legendary, as you said, this was back, I think, in like 2006. This is when I first got the original um, Pokemon Diamond game for my DS. And when I heard God mm. Pokemon, I was like, what? Why, why are they doing this so nonchalantly? Like, it's not even like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Pokemon that created, I guess, everything. Time and space. And then, you know, all the other yes. little mini Pokemons to follow. But... Yeah, it was just very nonchalantly. It's like, here's Gen 5, and Gen 5 actually happens to be better than Gen 4. And the best generation <laughs> until, you know, Sword and Shield. Wait, so Arceus, Arceus, whatever, is a god Pokemon. I am... I'm, I would say I'm, the god Pokemon. Is It's the, the god, god Pokemon? Pokemon? He created the universe. Like... Everyone's universe just canonically like the Pokemon created universe. the Pokemon well, universe. The... Yeah. Oh, I'm so far behind on the lore. I don't know anything anymore. It used to just be, you know, Ash and Misty and Brock, who's womanizer, just running it around. It was with only Ash, Misty, and Brock things. for a very short period of time I, canonically. I, well, don't don't and do that. In, only don't. in the cartoon, you know, and. The only Pokemon game that I've played was mm-hmm. Yellow mm-hmm. on the Game Boy. So that's, that's... I mean, that's a good one. That's where I'm at. I don't well, remember you know anything you about can it. Blame, <laughs> you can blame Arceus Arceus for creating Chub Pikachu. <laughs> I'm so glad I have somewhere to point my ire. I guess what I that. don't understand is how you can capture God in a Pokeball. It seems I actually read a arbitrary. Twitter, um, like a Twitter thread, about, um, you know, the legendaries being caught and put behind, like, a fence or in the daycare. And, you know, they just want to enjoy their time with the little Pidgeys and the little um, Pachirisus and the little Pichus. Sometimes they just want to play with the small Pokemon. That's they, sick. They just got to be caught to have an opportunity, you know? Given what the daycare is for, that is oh. disgusting. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is like Chub Pikachu point 2.0. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. we can't. I'm not allowing the discourse to go here. Okay. Okay. Fine. Back to the game. Yes. Pokemon. Let's talk about the game. How is it? You're a longtime Pokemon wait, wait, fan. Wait, wait, wait. Before we talk about how is it, oh. let's get the negatives out of the way. Okay. It looks like shit, Bray, right? Like, it's not just me. It's, it's not, not just, just us. You. It's, it's it not looks bad. You. I was expecting more graphically. <laughs> I was honestly expecting more. But oh, no. I'm, I will say this. I know we're not talking about the negatives, but this one particular negative, 
it doesn't bother me. <laughs> mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me when I'm playing. Oh, it, it actually oh. aids to like the whole adventure part of it. You know, it's it's kind of like that one, um, you know, that one old auntie that like she smells really bad, um, but you know you love her because she gives you money. I uh, see. So you're, you're you've gone nose blind because everything yes. else is so good. Essentially. That okay. is quite the comparison. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I was like, where are we going with this? And I, I guess that makes sense. It doesn't make sense to me. I think it makes perfect <laughs> Thank sense. You. Hmm. Thank you for validating my experience. I get it. You know what? <laughs> the, it is like when we ran into glitches in, what was that game? There was a game that like glitched out sometimes and it didn't bother me because everything else about the game was so great. Uh, was it Guardians? Yes, I did have. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. There were a few glitches that I ran into in the Guardians of the Galaxy game that came out last year. And my love for it was so strong that it. I just I couldn't even tell you what the glitches were. Because they didn't bother me. So not that this is a glitch. It is the graphical style of the game. <laughs> so, but I understand where you're coming from. I, I, uh, it is, it's mostly because of when this game came out. If this game came out several months ago or this summer, I think I would actually have been so moved by the critical <laughs> response to the game that I would have gotten on board. And I do plan to play it. I've been convinced. But I would love to hear from you, like, what is so good about Absolutely. this uh, Let's just start off with the trailers. First of all, the trailers for the game, I think for the past, I want to say about a year now, they were releasing trailers, right? It is not anything mm. compared to, like, the game at all so where you see the open world spaces where you just see like two three trees <laughs> for kilometers it's not like that uh where you see like two pokemon just roaming around it is not like that there's like hundreds and sometimes you're just thinking to yourself oh, and you're oh. like fuck how am i gonna hide from this pokemon i don't have anything on me <laughs> and you're running for your life you're, so surrounded. you're surrounded you are literally surrounded in terms of like the actual gameplay mechanics, I'm I'm like really impressed because it's very uh, fluid. Uh, everything's just like flowing properly. Yeah, even hmm. from the wild to the battle, or when you're battling another person, it's really interactive. I think is the best word I can describe it. I that might convince me. Fluid is not a word that I don't think anyone has ever used ever to describe a Pokemon. Not ever, oh. literally, ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Are there loading uh, screens between certain spaces? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like going into battles, coming out of battles, all that kind of stuff is fluid. There's, there's, there's no, breaking, no that up. breaking that up. So from the very beginning, when you go into the first open world space, because what they did was you're in one village, and to get to the other spaces. Your village is like that center point. So you have to like come and go through that village before you can go to another space, which I think was my first problem because I was like, is this really open world? But then I get to the other spaces and I realize mm. how big they are. 
And I was like, oh. Um, so as soon as you start in the beginning, you know, the Pokemon are real nice, real friendly. You can go up to them. You can kind of crouch down. You can kind of look at them closely. And then you get in 15 minutes into the game and all of a sudden you're being chased and attacked. And you just gotta, <laughs> you just gotta come up with a plan because there's not really, um, I guess I want to say they rely on crafting a lot. So you have to craft like Pokeballs. You have mm-hmm. to craft items to help you attack. You have to craft things to help you get away. And this is real life. Like this is, this is like Pokemon on steroids. Like Pokemon will hurt you. They will hunt you down. <laughs> and they, I don't know if it's the glitches oh. or what, but they can find you like in between spaces. They will come for you. <laughs> and literally <laughs> end your life. <laughs> this sounds intense. Wait, how far will oh, they track you Oh, don't get me started on, on Paris. You guys remember the Pokemon Paris? It looks like um, t- the mushroom. Yes, the mushroom crab. So Paris and Paris sex. So Paris will track you for a good, like, 15 minutes until you battle it, until you kill it, until you do whatever with it. But it will come for you, and it will attack you. Oh. That's the thing. Like, the smallest Pokemon you think are really friendly and will leave you alone. No. You see the little red eyes, and then they come and (laughs) start fighting. That's kind of blowing my mind. (laughs) I've listened to a lot of discourse about this game, but I don't think anyone's described that kind of interaction to me. Mm. My desire to play it is only growing. Um, You mentioned it being kind of an amalgamation of several different Nintendo games. I got strong Breath of the Wild vibes from this. Is that accurate? Is there absolutely, and that happens a lot when you gain mounts in the game? Because yeah, there's mounts now. Um, So, like, let's just say you want to go for a swim. You can swim on this gigantic fish, as you've seen on the trailer, right? Or you can take a bird and you can literally fly wherever you want. Uh, There was more mounts than I expected. And they're super, super helpful. This one mount um, is kind of like a deer. And you ride on the back of it. And it really helps you to kind of traverse through the environment really quickly. But the problem is you can still get attacked on the mount. Oh, I was like, does it help you run away? It helps, it helps you run away. <laughs> really it not. Run away. But yes, I would compare it to Breath of the Wild in that way. And also the crafting. I really enjoy the crafting in this game versus Breath of the Wild. Because Breath of the Wild is just like mm. a cooking pot. This one you can like make certain things on the fly. So like you have like a little crafting kit in your pouch, but you could only craft the things in your pouch versus if you go back to like your base camp, which has your entire item storage. So it's really cool um, that, you know, you can have certain things in your pouch. You can also upgrade your pouch. I think this is the one part of the game that I'm like, this is just Nintendo getting back at us for capitalist vendetta because they make you pay for (laughs) <laughs> upgrading your pouch in like not real money but like in your little pokey money like you're you're making a little like 15 year old pay you like twenty thousand dollars <laughs> to teach you how to play tetris in your bag like i don't know <laughs> yeah tom nookification absolutely 
<laughs> so honestly, yeah, in, in, in a sense, there's like a little bit of elements of Animal Crossing because of, you know, crafting. And um, then we oh. have like the cooking portion from Breath of the Wild and the mounts that kind of take you everywhere um, that you can't go on foot. Like, well, in Breath of the Wild, you could basically go anywhere on foot and still take a horse. But let's just say Pokemon Arceus is just Breath of the Wild times 100. <laughs> Your Pokemon no, your but own? there's this little cute interaction that I found last week um, where you can bring them out of your Pokeball. You can like throw your Pokeball as far as you want and then they pop out and they just like wait there. When you throw like one of your other Pokemon out at the one that's ready out, you can throw all six out, which is really cool. You, you can see them interact oh. with each other, which is like kind of sweet. Yeah. <laughs> And then that you can speak to them, which is cool. So I prefer for them not to follow me around because it'll be too confusing with everything happening. When I tell you there's hundreds of Pokemon, like literally everywhere, they're literally everywhere. And the last thing you want is for your Cyndaquil to be following you around because you, it will get lost and you will be confused <laughs> and you will have nobody to fight with. <laughs> Touche. Cause I, you know, I'm over here like oh, my Pokemon can't follow me around. That's that's a negative. And you're like, no, that motherfucker would get lost in the sauce. This there's too much. You won't can't be able to handle it. it. Like so in, the in the Pokeball you go, let's just travel together. <laughs> together <in> numbers. <laughs> I'm really chalking up the dangers of this game because I'm telling you it's dangerous. I get scared when I'm playing sometimes. Because <laughs> sometimes oh, no. you're low on your oh, your no. items, and you're like, "Fuck, what do I do now? I gotta go and try and like get some acorns from this tree so I can make a pokeball." But there's like a giant like dragonite standing in my way, and I don't really want to fight it. I don't have enough energy to muster up the courage. <laughs> it's dangerous. That's wild. So what is the structure of this game? Is it, like, different than your usual Pokemon kind of, hey, here's some dude who's like, you can collect Pokemon. Here's some Pokemon. Have fun. And then they kick you out, and you just are off to your own devices. Is there, like, an overarching story? When it comes like, what, what's, to what's going on the main that? story, it's very um, cut, and, uh, cut and paste. Is that the phrase I'm looking for? Uh, where you do have to follow the main story. Uh-huh. But... You have lots of time in between to be doing the side quests. And when I say I have so much fun doing the side quests, I almost forget that I have to do the main story. Because. Oh, no, you're one of actually, those. No, people. I'm not one of those people, I love that. which is interesting. I usually want to beat the main oh. story first. But. And then go back. But you're yeah, so engrossed. But one of the obvious main objectives is that you have to catch all Pokemon within that Pokedex that you're making. But this is not like a one-time off Mm -hmm. catch. No, no. You have to catch this Pokemon like five, six times. You have to battle it like three times. (laughs) So you're going to be doing multiple catches, and this will help you progress in the story, the main story. So I think I'm almost finished the main story. I've been playing for about... Last night, my save was about 27 hours. And this is just main story content. Mm. 
main story content with like a little wow. bit of side requests that I wanted to fulfill because there's certain things that I wanted to get. Um, so I definitely hype up the requests. One of the requests, actually, well, mm. just off as, as a tangent, one of the side requests like lets you get us shiny Pokemon, which is really cool. Yeah, I heard that they're giving them out like candy almost. <laughs> that, that there's a lot. It's of because they make a certain noise, and so you just like your senses are keen. Yeah, oh. kind of like that Animal Crossing where you like you listen for the fishing noise, and you're like, boom, you tap it. But yeah, back to the main story. Um, that is the content. Yeah, it's very um, driven, self-directed, and then you know they they give you pointers, so you you know. Uh, there's like this little cursor mm. um, that kind of stays within a part of your screen. If you face away from it, like you don't see it, uh, but it shows you a certain amount of steps you need to get to the next place, which I find helpful in like that big kind of world. And also we have to remember that Pokemon um, also targets a younger audience, which is, which is great. <laughs> this is a game for children. <laughs> It's so funny too. I was like, "There's gonna be a point where someone says that, like when we like Animal Crossing or like Mario games or Pokemon." It's like, you know, it's it's, Target is for kids, but everybody can play. That's why it's rated E. Exactly, exactly. Like the target for animal crackers, I would say. Or like Dunkaroos, you know, those are, that's, that or, or tricks, or I don't know, what, uh, Captain Crunch, those, those are kids' cereals and snacks and shit, but I'm still going to eat the fuck out of them. Mm, so, no judgment, no judgment here, okay. but yes, sorry to interrupt, it's, but it is a kids game. So yeah, yeah that but does, you'd be I'm surprised sure. by that's how long nice. the main story is, and from what I've heard, because I haven't gotten there yet, and I deeply apologize, I didn't come prepared, but... Um, the post game arc is like fantastic. <laughs> There's like a lot to do. They said it's very expensive, which is again a first for Pokemon. Wow. Yeah, the end game, as I remember it, is just grind and do the Elite Four and breed. <laughs> breed your shinies. I hated that. <laughs> I hated that. Okay, wait. So, just one, one, one-off question because I don't know this, so I'm assuming that there's someone else listening out there who doesn't know what this is. What is the deal with shiny Pokemon? Why are they important? Shiny Why Pokemon shiny? were first introduced in Generation Two with Pokemon Gold and Silver, and so what that was was that they're just different color variations of the original Pokemon. So let's just say for Pikachu. Um, the original Pikachu is like the yellow that the iconic yellow that we know, um, but then there's a shiny Pikachu that's actually orange. Uh, so it, and you know it comes with this little twinkly mechanic of like these little stars that just like <laughs> pop out of everywhere, and it's just to indicate there's like a red star that indicates that the Pokemon is shiny. So a lot of people didn't realize that there are shiny forms for all of the Pokemon. Sometimes, though, like when it comes to like mm-hmm. your starters, for example, your starters in, in Pokemon Arceus, they're shiny locks. So what that means is that no matter how many times you try to reset the game or how many hours you put to playing the game at the beginning of the game over and over, you won't get a shiny. Um, this is obviously the game development's like 
teams doing? Because I think they realize that people do that now. Oh, uh, they would just like go back yeah. and go back and try to reset and get a shiny. Yeah, I think the only piece that Bray didn't say is that they're exceedingly yes. rare, like less than a 1% chance type rare. Okay, got it. I don't know if that's real. No, no. I, know, I made that real. number up. But it's like... It's, it's real. It's really, <laughs> really rare. But yeah, people will like reset their game to pick their starters over and over again until they get a shiny. That sounds exhausting. It is exhausting. I got I my thought first of it shiny in this game for years. Thank you so much. And it's like one of the Pokemon that I wasn't expecting, but then I was like, oh, wait, this Pokemon's really good. I can put this on my team. I don't want to spoil it because whatever. Um, but the last time I got a shiny was when I had Pokemon Sapphire for Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Ooh, it was, damn. It was That's a, a shiny Bulby. It was a oh bug Pokemon. And at that time, I didn't like bugs. And I was so sad because I was like, oh, I can't show off <laughs> 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 my shiny bug Pokemon. <laughs> That's rough. I'm so sorry. Well, I'm happy that your inner child has now been healed with <laughs> new <laughs> shiny Pokemon that you can enjoy. <laughs> I only ever got one shiny, and it was a fucking Bidoof. I don't even know what that Pokemon is, what that Pokemon looks like, or anything. But it I can looks just and sounds like, like Bidoof. <laughs> what I, if if Wait, you think of Bidoof, uh, Bidoof, I gotta, I gotta look it up. I that's gotta, what that dumb motherfucking Pokemon. Looks how do you spell? Like. I oh, I spelled it right. Let's look it up. It looks like a doofus. Is this what it looks oh. like? <laughs> Do you guys want to hear a really good joke about Bidoof? I spelled it wrong. It's You know how sometimes yeah, when you're playing absolutely. Pokemon games, there's like this Pokemon in your party called like HM Slave because they know like all the HMs, right? So Bidoof would be mm. one of the one of the Pokemon. And so um, I think before Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pro was released, which is a remake of Diamond and Pro, um, Pokemon releases short on YouTube. And it was about Bidoof. And it was about how we literally abused this poor Pokemon. <laughs> and they, like, they really oh, gave it emotions. No. And you're just like, oh, damn, I've done this, like, when I was 12 years old. Should I feel bad? Is this traumatic for the poor Bidoof? Does a Bidoof mean therapy? But another funny thing is that in <laughs> Brilliant Diamond Shining Pro, and we're not talking about that, but... Um, when you're using HMs and stuff, a wild Bidoof usually comes to help you. So you don't need, like, yeah, you don't what? need um, a Bidoof in your party anymore. It just comes to help you. It's just like, hey, I know you're going to use me. I'll let you use me for this one moment, and then I'll go away. So trauma resolved. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful. You're right. Well, I have to ask then, since we are... we're sort of dipping into the other Pokemon game or the long lineage of Pokemon games, how does this one compare to others? Like, are we talking, like, top three status? Are we talking, like, best Pokemon game ever? Are we talking, like, oh, well, this one... It's non-comparable. If you've never played a Pokemon game in your life and this is the first time you're playing a Pokemon game, it's kind of like you're going back to playing Pokemon Red and Blue. Like, that's how how serious I am about it. (laughs) Because it's it's so different. It's so, so different. Mm. So in a sense, they have actually done what we wanted them to do. They made 
the perfect Pokemon mm, game. I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not perfect. How I could it be improved? The minute details, like the graphics we mentioned, um, the little, oh, not even the little, there's like a lot of glitches, but you know, it's like the same smell little auntie. So just like those little details. This I is fucked it. up. I'm so sorry. I can't. Oh my god. That <laughs> So I is the game like the <laughs> or I uh, know just the graphics. The graphics. The game is oh, just your the favorite graphic. cousin okay, you haven't okay. seen in years. Got oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. Got it. Honestly, not comparable. I think the only Pokemon game I can kind of um, relate Pokemon Arceus to is Pokemon Sun and Moon. Because Mm -hmm. in that game, instead of gyms, you're doing trials. Uh, So in Pokemon Arceus, Mm -hmm. you're doing trials. There's like five major trials, um, which are really evenly spread out. And uh, that's the only thing I can compare it to. Other than that, it's a complete... It's like a completely new game, new mechanics, like new everything. I had a friend that um, she was recently introduced to the Pokemon gaming uh, through another game, Pokemon Unite. Um, And I was telling her and showing her Pokemon Arceus. And she's like, this is something she's never seen before. And I said, yeah, like you can feel comfortable playing it because it's completely new. Hmm. I think that's beautiful. I'm glad they hit the reset button. Do you think that they're going to make all of the future games like this? Or is this a one-off for them to see how it goes and they'll, you know, continue remaking every (laughs) Pokemon game that they've made I feel like there would be different variations of the Pokemon Legends series because, like, obviously they're starting off with Arceus, who's the god Pokemon, right? Um, I would love to see other legend games like let's just say they have a pokemon legends mew where we get to really explore the backstory of mew because i feel like we didn't really know that as kids like we just had this these like random Mm -hmm. um theories or lore about it and we didn't really get to touch upon it like i said like the same way how they introduced arceus was very here's the god pokemon you can go catch him when you play this flute and like this game is like, no, here is the god Pokemon. <laughs> Fear him and worship him in different <laughs> ways. So yeah, I, I would love hmm. that for them to like continue the Pokemon Legends series. Um, but they're definitely gonna, you know, still stick to their um generational mechanics, which like it it works for some people. It works for me because I'm just like a sucker for these games. I don't like like I said, I just grew up with Pokemon. I can't stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, I think that we have a few other Nintendo related things mm-hmm. we wanted to talk with you about. If All you have time. some time, there was recently a direct where they announced what I guess is the first six months of stuff that's going to come out uh, for this year. Um, And there were quite a few surprises Mm. in there. Um, We are not the biggest Nintendo fans in the world. I mean, we're, we're fans in the same way that everyone's a fan, but like, 
I don't know. I, I don't see myself purchasing mm-hmm. many of these things. The Switch is is has gotten a little dust on it. I'm not the, gonna the lie. The Switch is dusty <laughs> for fair. us. That's fair. Honestly, I am also a fan in in the way that everyone is a fan. It's just that the Switch is my only console. Does that make sense? Right. Okay. Awesome. Totally. Yeah, so once again, totally big fan. Sense. But you know, I'm still gonna play the game. <laughs> <laughs> Not fake fan. You know, Bray, everyone's a fan, no matter what level, okay? There are definitely some fake fans. I just don't think that <laughs> you're one of them for that reason. Mm-hmm. I think, like, a Fairweather fan is a fake fan. Okay, you know, fine, fine. like, a fan of the Super Bowl team. Who was in the Super Bowl wasn't, this year? Wasn't Mary J. Blige Mary J. Blige was in the Super Bowl this year. That's no, right. She was the quarterback. She won, That's she right. won the game. MVP. Snoop Dogg like, kicked the ball and threw the net, right? Something like that. He was the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was the, the linebacker. Not you asking us. Who oh, you're the yeah, this is, you're this the is the wrong group. State. I have nothing to do with that play. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, wh- wh- no, whatever. The, the point you. is... Couldn't tell you. The point is that... <laughs> We, all of us, appreciate what Nintendo does, and you, Bray, are in a position to appreciate them more than we. (laughs) And so I wanted to ask you about a few of these things. I feel like most of the Direct Mm -hmm. was not for me. I'm pretty interested in Throat Goat Kirby, not because I'm going to play that game, but just because (laughs) what the fuck were they thinking (laughs) slash LOL. <laughs> I think that like through Reggie, everybody's like just thoughts of this entire game. Nobody, people were making memes of these things, and then for it to actually come like to be true, you're just like, what the fuck, Nintendo? Stop! <laughs> they are really listening to the community. You can tell that Kirby's made for the queer community. Come on, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm here for every second. I love Kirby games. Kirby games are so underrated. I, you know, I've never played one. One was I think there was a Kirby RPG game on Nintendo 64. Yeah, yeah. And then like I knew Kirby from Smash Bros. Right? I remember from Smash Bros. I was like, who is this? Right. I, I love. That's where we got a taste. Uh. (laughs) I think the only Kirby games I ever played were on my Game Boy and like Mm. OG brick Game Boy. Um, I don't think I've played any any of them since then. But you're right. Mouthful mode, the official mode. Um, What else Mm. can you say? It's It's for for the gays. It's for the girls. It's just a mouthful but uh, one thing about how they advertise it is i guess nintendo's kind of going in like a more open world <laughs> <We're still laughs> honestly it's fine like it's the official name it's just so nintendo to stop listening to us for one second do your own thing for us to be mad at okay <laughs> um it's like an Please open continue. world game again I don't know how open world it'll be. And maybe it could be like something in Pokemon Arceus where there's like different spaces for you to explore. Or maybe it's like something like Breath of the Wild where you can just go literally wherever you want. Um, But I'm kind of looking forward to it because it's the first time that 
Kirby's getting that kind of treatment after being like another long running series. That's I think true, it's older true. than Pokemon too. So it's a very underestimated game, but I look forward to that one. Um, the rest of the direct was, I had mixed feelings about it. I can see Nintendo trying to push themselves through the more Japanese RPG style. I mean, which is fair. Like, uh, a lot of the Nintendo fans love like Fire Emblem. Um, and there was that new game that they had announced this triangle, triangle. What was it called? Xenoblade. Xenoblade. <laughs> Wait, is that serious? No, no, no. Is it's that like what triangle, I forgot. Triangle strategy. I think it's called. Oh, it's actually. <laughs> when you said triangle, I just thought of Xenoblade. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Xenoblade. I'm sorry, but that was also announced. I think there was, right, there was uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, which kind of like threw me off. This is probably the only one that I'm like, oh yeah, I'll definitely pick that up. Wii Sports was I loved Wii Sports. Wii Sports, yeah, that was... But what did they do to the Miis in Nintendo Switch Sports? Like, where are the Miis? They, they, they yasified the me. No, not yasified them. Oh shit! They literally got bigger lips and like longer eyelashes. What is happening? <laughs> this is a very suggestive switch direct, as far as I'm concerned. The switch is for the queers. It's a queer <laughs> The girls, the gays, oh, and the gays. We are really eating. <laughs> the final thing, the final thing Jesus. that caught my eye was instead oh of Mario Kart 9, there's going to be a huge DLC for Mario Kart 8. And if you already pay for the monthly subscription Nintendo Online thing, you're getting it, you're for, free, getting it yeah. for free. Um, I am totally against paid DLC. But for this one specifically, I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking eating, okay? I am eating all the crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? I think 48 tracks over the next year. Whoa. Yes. That's a lot. It's a huge amount of tracks, which also means that yeah. nine is not anytime coming soon. anytime soon. <laughs> People were saying that, oh, you know, like we want more characters, this and that. Like, no, you don't. You're going to continue using Peach. You're going to continue using Peach. You're not going to use the other character. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but 48 tracks, yeah. And then I think, <sighs> honestly, the price for the 48 tracks, I mean, it's not too bad. I think it was like twenty nine ninety nine. I don't even think it was that yeah. high. Oh, standalone. Because wasn't Animal Crossing's DLC only yes, like twenty? Yeah, bucks? Happy Home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, anyway, um, there were several other JRPG announcements, uh, some of which you mentioned. <laughs> Those are not for me. So I don't know very much about what was announced because I there I was look. an announcement. Sorry, actually, I think it came out already. The Kingdom Hearts uh, masterpiece for Cloud. 
I believe those are the um, remastered versions of Kingdom Hearts available for the Switch, which is really cool. Personally, I haven't gotten into Kingdom Hearts, um, but I know a lot of people that were excited for that, that they can play that on their Switch. Uh, One game I was excited for, which I wasn't expecting, um, was the new Mario Strikers game for the Switch. Uh, Just because, like, in my little queer world of being, like, 10 years old, I was afraid to play FIFA, so I had to resort to play, oh, <laughs> play no. Mario Strikers. That was how you got your fix? These oh are God. our stories. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is so... Mario Strikers is so Oh my god. We need to I feel like that needs to be unpacked, not today, but at some point. Oh my god. There's a story there. Oh my god. How many other times have we lessened ourselves? Which isn't even fair to say because I don't know, I would probably rather play Strikers than FIFA as an adult, let alone as a child. Um I always love like Mario Sports. Those those are always yeah. quality games. Solid games. Solid games. And Strikers. The announcement was, I was like you said, my inner child was just jumping. I was like, all right, all right, I'm down. I'm <laughs> down for that. And then uh, one thing that they did mention too, which I'm I'm really liking, like the the way they're rolling out the information was Splatoon two. Uh, they talked about Salmon Run coming back, which is a, basically like in, you know, like Call of Duty and all those other very straight games where they have like the zombie run. So Salmon Run is for the queer. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. This direct is really for the queers. We're eating. <laughs> Love that. It's a feast. I um, I support all of the Nintendo gays. I'm so happy that you're getting everything that you want. It's very funny. I, as we record this, I'm thinking of someone that I know listens to the show who is very much not in this category, but also is outsized excited for this in like many different ways. Like many of these games that we're talking about is also their most exciting thing to be announced this year and straight as a board just had a second child like nothing can be done about that the queer community welcome us all it's the inclusive you know once we once we make games for those at the intersections of oppression then everyone can enjoy all of the games You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Critical Nintendo Friends was born. This is your old Legends arc. Jesus. Gamer Friends Legends arc. Based off of Critical Theory. We're really creating a dialogue here. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, I think on that note, this was great. It was. Thank you so much for joining us and and talking through, I guess, what is for us. And 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 we've really been we've been oh, slacking no. to not Honestly, be excited. Give Pokemon Arceus a chance. I think you will fall in love with just the 
entire atmosphere of the game. Um, I briefly touched on the fluidity part. And like, when I say it's like fluid, it's fluid. Okay. It's like gender fluid. Like that is how fluid it is. So please, please give it a chance and even get back to me, you know, get back to me about how you, how you feel about it. If you tried it out, like I said, I'm not a big, we'll, ha- we'll definitely be looping back. Wait, say that. Finish your thought. I'm not like, a fan of Pokemon. Like, I'm, I'm a fan. Like everybody's a fan. So, <laughs> of all of the franchises we talked about today in the direct, and <clears throat> of all the franchises we talked about today, Pokemon is is the one that's nearest and dearest yes. to my heart. So, I, I'm definitely going to play it. Uh, I'll, I'll certainly have to report back. We had an off recording conversation about a, attack on titan so the two of us will will have some discourse to have Absolutely. later in the year for sure love the queer theory <laughs> <laughs> well is there anything that you would like to promote or send people Another to on the internet game coming out for nintendo try out demon slayer because it's my favorite anime and i really think that would be a fun fighting game to play too but other than that like i'm just happy to have conversations with you guys about video games. This really, I don't know, this kind of warms my heart a little bit, just knowing that there's like spaces for us to talk about these things and just really feel <laughs> like ourselves. So thank you for providing the platform. Oh, you're so welcome. Anytime that you'd like to come on, you are more than welcome to be here. Thank you so much, Bray. That was a joyful conversation. Real black boy joy. We love that. We love that for us. We love that for you specifically. We love that for the listeners. We love that for the gays and the girls and the days. Should it be girls, gays, days? I feel like the rhyme scheme lands a little bit better when you say it in that order. The girls, the gays, the days. Sure. Huh, okay. Look at that. Discourse. More discourse. (laughs) There's discourse in the Discord. Nice. That's right. And the link is in the show notes, as are the links for our Twitter and Instagram, which Instagram is now being used again. So that's exciting. It is exciting. I have resurrected it from the dead. If you enjoyed this show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this. We're in a lot more places now, and so that could be literally anywhere. We don't know. The list is quite expansive. There are too many places to listen to podcasts. Thank you very much to (laughs) our supporters, our patrons. Yes, I would make the joke that you all literally keep the fan and power running into the microphones, but we use dynamic microphones now. Uh, so it's a little audio humor cool Jordan gave me a face thank you to our patrons Abner, Enya, Emma Sarah, Cody, Nerdy, Shuli Aime and Mike we appreciate you so much and we will be back right here in two weeks a very special episode for me probably not for Cedric we're talking Destiny 2, Witch Queen. Oh, I might have to see myself out on that one. You really might, because you won't be I'm needed nice. or desired. Wow, that's hurtful. <laughs> that's <really> hurtful. <sighs> 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 Bye, so- I guess. See y'all in a month for me. <laughs> Just go fuck off. <laughs>
<laughs> Deuces. So what is the structure of this game? Is it like different than your usual Pokemon kind of, hey, here's some dude who's like, you can collect Pokemon. Here's some Pokemon. Have fun. And then they kick you out and you just are off to your own devices. Is there like an overarching? Overarching? Arching. Is there an overarching story? Like what, what's, what's overarching, going on? Overarching, overarching, overarching story. <laughs> now I have to keep that fuck up in for that joke to make sense. Which is good. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs>